Christian, the only cooking show where you don't see the food. I'm Christian, and today I'm joined by a Cooking with Christian alumna, Emma. (laughs) It's me. I'm back. She's back. Okay, so this is going to be a quick one. Um, I've been super busy, biz, biz, the last couple of days, or weeks, I should say. So we're not cooking anything. We're just chatting. We're just with Christian. We're with Christian today, as I am with a child. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, we're just hanging out in my apartment. Literally just got off work like an hour ago, yeah. two hours ago for me. But um, yeah, so we're not cooking anything. I've had quite the eventful last week. Hold on. I guess oh, yeah. No, you had a big last week. Yeah, I did. My sister got married again. The remix. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't know it was again. Well, you know, she got married in 2017 to the same guy. Like she had a court wedding. Oh. So she got married to her husband, now husband, um, in not in the court, but in city hall. They oh, had like okay. a town hall. Okay. Um, marriage for reasons that were, make sense. I mean, he was in the military, and in order to like live together on the base, you have to be uh, married. So they just had like work, a you know, bureaucracy. And they got married back then, but of course, my dad, being the priest that he is um literally <laughs> literally literally said um you need to have a church wedding so basically um my mom spent the last year year yeah year planning her wedding which was this past sunday and um oh boy this was a lot it was fun as, though. As it always goes a wedding, with A family affairs and B weddings. Yes. The most traumatic of family affairs. Oh yeah. Weddings and funerals. Yeah. Weddings and funerals are so drama. Drama. Drama, drama, dramatic, drama. Dramatic. And I won't get into all the tea because I don't know if I'm allowed to like <laughs> really speak on it. But you know, I went home, um, I took the week off. I went home Monday, last Monday. Um, got to see some family I haven't seen since I was like 17. Which is always interesting because I look amazing now. And when I was 17, I was actual bridge troll. Yeah, you've told me that people don't recognize you. People from my high school don't recognize me anymore. Which, to me, is the greatest compliment. That is an amazing compliment. Ever. Yeah. um, I went to a friend's wedding. Um, A friend from high school got married in July. And when I was at the wedding, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. No, I did. I don't think I did because this was when we weren't recording. But I went to my friend's wedding, and it was basically a high school reunion. And towards the end, I was going home with some people, and one of my friends was talking to this girl I graduated high school with, and she turned to me and said, "Hi, I'm Gabby," and went to shake my hand. And I thought, "Oh, that's oh, comical." Um, hey, girl. I went to high school with you. <laughs> and she immediately, her eyes like bugged out. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I've i been passing you all night and I didn't know who you were. Oh I'm paraphrasing for to stroke my own ego. but And she said, you're hot now. <laughs> oh, not not like you weren't hot before. And I said, I, I wasn't. It's Isn't fine. It, it's always kind of difficult to make those kind of compliments to people when you're like, yeah. listen, you just look really good now. Yeah. And you know what? I, out of anyone. But everyone's hit in high school. Yeah. Even the I hot mean, people are hit. Yeah. They, it's interesting looking back at who I thought was hot yeah. back then. And you know what? Some of them hold up. 
Because I saw some of them at that wedding. Oh, they go, I feel like it's one of two ways. You either like stay hot or you, Three it's ways. a downward it's spiral. It's either you stay hot, downward spiral, or a glow up, constant Just increase. You are just constantly on and the up. Normally it's like if you were an uggo in high school, <laughs> you're probably going to be hot. Well, I take that back. Because there are some <laughs> people who have remained. So I guess there's four. Yeah. Listen, some people are consistent. Okay, but here, here's the real tea. The people who are not, quote unquote, attractive, yeah. are always the ones getting laid. Who are not attractive. Who are not conventionally attractive. Oh. You know what I mean? They always find someone to bang. Mm. It's us in the middle that just, you know. Yeah. Well, you me know, in the middle. <laughs> hard to be mediocre. As far as it is, I mean, I think I think about also. I but, just say conventionally attractive yeah. or non-conventionally attractive. That's the thing I do like That's thinking how about. I frame it like in my head, the ways that because some people are so hot they're boring to look at. Do you know what I mean? Oh no! I when know someone's completely. face is so symmetrical and they have like. Everything's all yeah. in its place, but then it's just boring. It's boring. It's like that's why distinctive features are so fun, or like weird exactly. stuff, or like birthmarks, freckles, but here's big the noses. Thing. People who are conventional or who were trained to find attractive. So then we have this cognitive dissonance between mm. like you look at someone who's conventionally attractive and you think I've been told these type of people are so attractive that I don't care anymore. Uh, but at the end of the day, they'll always get what they want. It's true. They'll Hot always, people do get what they want. They get what they want and they don't even have to try. But I always take solace in the fact that hot people, quote unquote, hot people are so boring. They are. Just personality wise. Because they've never had to be anything else but hot. No, no they're just hot. They're, they're just, just smoking. hot. They're smoking. And you know what? Good for them. Good I for wish them. I had that life. Whatever. I, I, do you ever see someone who's conventionally attractive and you think, what do you think about? Yeah. Like, like, do you worry about anything? That's the thing, because what I'm thinking about is just my worries and problems all oh, the constantly. time. I'm constantly sitting there thinking about, you know, paying my bills. Yeah. The fact that we're all going to be dead in a couple yeah. of years. Yeah, like, yeah, And then hot people are just traipsing around, you know, yeah. going freaking Ibiza or whatever. Yeah, who knows? What they, yeah, they're always on trips. They're always, always rich. Trip. How about all those studies that are like, yeah. if you're hot, you get hired. Yeah, no, my, that's true. My sister's a first year teacher, and so she's like, has her first classroom, you know, it's like yeah. laying down the law, and it's high school. So, like, you oh, know, goodness. it's yeah. just the Wild West. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not, I wasn't an education major, but the advice I gave her was, Abby, just like be hot, like, yeah. look, look a smoke show every day and be mean. <laughs> like, that's how you will learn. Be mean to the kids? Yeah. I mean, well, like, I won't say mean, but be stern. Yeah. Like, lay down the law and, like, look amazing every day. Yeah. That was never, my advice. Never let them see you yep, slip. Yep. Never let them see you slip. Yeah. Always look amazing. And she does. She, like, if you want to look her ugly, wardrobe unlock. If you want to look ugly, do things in the next town over so you don't run into any of the kids. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? You got you to gotta keep up. It's a facade. It you really got to keep a facade. None of my teachers did that. <laughs> I had some teachers who definitely, it was like, they never like, let, you never saw them slip. Yeah. Like you were so afraid. Looking back. Making them mad. Looking back. We didn't have, a, okay. Looking back, all the hot teachers, quote unquote, a lot of quote quotes, air quotes. Um, 
the hot teachers are not that hot. We were just in high school. And we're deprived. Like, you need somebody to call hot. Oh, my gosh. And they always... There were a couple teachers that definitely banged students. Like, did you have any of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, every... I feel like every school, it's so... And I can name them. Yeah. I remember them Well, mine have already... The ones that I knew of when I went to school... Yeah, they already got their teaching licenses revoked. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Oh, mine don't. Oh, there were some scandals. much teaching. Oh, gosh. And I can expose (gasps) a certain psychology teacher, but I won't say their name. But his name. Let's not get it twisted. But, um, and then there was an art teacher. It's so tired. The whole teacher being student. Oh, you know Start a meth lab. Do something different, teachers. uh, There are other ways to suck at your job. (laughs) Like, Well, they're getting sucked at their job. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, everybody, this is live. This is not rehearsed. These are real, these are real off-the-cuff jokes. You will be hearing this at my birthday party. (laughs) But, uh, Yeah, your birthday party. Yeah, the rose. The rose. Emma is on the lineup, guys. Yeah, yeah. She is opening. I'm opening the damn thing. Thing, Yeah, perfect person to do it. (laughs) But, um, and that's not facetious. I'm being truthful. Oh, thank you, Christian. But, um, anyway, yeah. There are are definitely teachers. There was an art teacher I know, I think, banged a student. Um, There was a certain psychology teacher that I think had sex with a couple of students from different grades. And it's like, you know what? You're a pedophile. Yeah. Like, you really are. That's what you are. I'm I'm so... I like how we're discussing this now in 2019. I'm thankful that we're finally seeing how, like, subversive or subversive is that the right word that pedophilia really is mm. and how like ingrained in like our society it oh is. yeah because these teachers you know what they're 17 they're still legally minors I know. and you're preying on them just because they're and have... you're in a position of power of course too yep. there's the power dynamics yep. yep it's crazy it's really nuts it's so crazy and to think back then of course these students were like Oh, they're hot. Like, and they're a teacher. That's sexy. Yeah. And it's like, it was like a fun thing to talk about the hot teacher. You'd be like, ooh, like, yeah. Mr. Whatever is so hot. Yeah. And it was just like a dumb, fun thing to talk about. And of course, I was a baby gay back then. <laughs> and I didn't think any of them were attractive, really. <laughs> I was more so looking at my classmates. Yeah. <laughs> I, like a normal person. Yeah, at that wedding in July, there were a few of my, you know, classmates that I was like, you've held up. You're still a dick, though. Good for you. You've held up. Good for you. And you know what? I'm not going to say what I was thinking. <laughs> but, um, no, anyway. Save it for the 10-year reunion. Literally. Just let it let it let all it hang all out. Hang out. Let at it the 10-year reunion. I really want to. Yeah, you should. I'm Why not? I'm going to go. Well, okay, I need to start working on my body, like, now, which I am. Yeah. This is, this is a week. Okay, this week is a week of um, yeah, talk about working, your diet. On, working on the, um, the inside out. So, last week, I was home. Y'all know I've been vegetarian, um, 95% vegetarian since end of July. But um, So it's been a couple months now. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, I've had some sushi, like crab sushi here Mm -hmm. and there. But um, Crab schmab. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Sea bugs, who cares? But um, I'm sorry, vegans or people who care about animals. (laughs) But, um, you know, I I knew going home, I was like, you're going to be eating meat. Like you're just gonna be eating meat, mm-hmm. roll with it. Like my none, no one in my family is vegetarian. It was like eat neither, starve, right? I mean, I could find stuff, and even my dad said, you know, what can we 
get for you Aww. but it was already like thursday i'm like it's, it's so nice four when days in. family accommodates like yeah. i'm a vegetarian and i'm really touched that my family prepares stuff for me i mean here's the thing they're your family they should yeah like, why is that such a chore to make some veggies oh but, i know yeah but we could get into family politics later. anyway but um i just knew and okay i'm a vegetarian not for like save the animals i'm vegetarian to like be hot like, I want to, like, be healthier. Mm-hmm. Just personally. Like, yeah. If I say... No, you're like, talking about your skin. Yeah. 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 Because I had meat one night and immediately exploded in a breakout. I always break out when I go home. Because I think it's a change of environment. Home stresses me out. this was, like... <laughs> this was, like... Bad. Yeah. This is like nothing. This was like one after another, after another, after another, and I was just like, "Oh my god, Christian, <laughs> what the fuck?" And I got some skincare products at Ulta on Friday to like um, rectify the situation. I got some Mario Badescu, um, green tea and aloe spray, and then lavender and chamomile spray. Highly so with recommend. the sprays, I'm like very familiar with the sprays. Yeah, I've never bought one. Yeah. Is it like you just spritz it whenever? Um, okay, so they recommend you do it when you're like doing your routine. So, so like I, before a cleanser? Uh, so I do cleanser, toner. Okay. I use a witch hazel toner, so non alcoholic. Witch hazel toner. And then I spray with whatever one I use the green tea in the morning and I use the lavender at night. And then I put my moisturizer on. Very nice. Because you're supposed to moisturize when your skin is still damp. Very nice. So it absorbs faster. Wow. And more evenly. Yeah. That, so, that sounds nice. Yeah. And these sprays are good, guys. Go to Ulta. Go to their little travel section by the cash registers. They have little bottles of these. Try it out. The lavender one is great for redness. I'm just saying. Because I was erupting. You know when you get those pimples that it's not, it's maybe TMI or gross or whatever. It's not really filled with anything. It's just like a bump. Yeah. But it's and just, it's like red. It's red, red and swollen, but there's no like pus or anything. Yeah. It's just... like a horn yeah like a horn so it's just like (laughs) red and inflamed and that the lavender one was good for that oh okay good good calming yeah calming soothing all that good stuff so like i'm i'm not i told luke um my friend luke i was hanging out with him last weekend i said i'm not saving the animals every time i eat a salad i shoot a chicken in the face (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i'm not doing it to save the animals if i save an animal or two so be it but like I'm mainly doing it because I, um, I think I already talked about this, that I stopped soon from eating fast food. Mm-hmm. But now the Burger King has the Impossible Whopper. I'm in yeah. danger. Oh, yeah. I'm in danger. I haven't tried it yet. It's good. <laughs> I, I recommend that, yet. too. It was good. I mean, like, don't get your hopes up. It's still Burger King. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was pretty good. But, um, yeah, I always break out when I'm home. I think it's literally just the air mm-hmm. there that I just no, walk in. I, I, just immediately... I walk in my parents' house and my just my blood pressure goes up and not that they're not it's like innate do you find yourself almost reverting to behavior you exhibited when you were younger a hundred percent and especially like because my family is so big like i i feel like in big families you're always everyone like finds themselves this was my going back to their trope so like exactly like Mm. having seven siblings like everybody finds like their thing like in such a big like family you just find your little niche like what you are and then you just you play that thing all the time so I find myself like putting on this performance so like in my family like I'm the loud one the opinionated one Mm -hmm. like the one that curses a lot like like (laughs) 
I'm like the black sheep, like rebel kind of person, mm-hmm. which like we won't talk about if I really think that or I'm that or not. But in my family, in that's, your family. The, that's the part I play. And so play. every time, yes, exactly. So yeah. every time I go back, like they're all yeah. there. It's, almost, it's like my audience. For me, it's almost like I'm back in the closet again. Mm. Oh God, because I'm sure. I don't really, and I'm getting better at opening up about my like romantic life mm-hmm. to my family and like my I almost find myself going back into like I'm more reserved. I'm not as I'm talkative, but it's not anything deep. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like I don't talk about my romantic life. It's like I'm going back in the closet. It's so weird. And when I'm there, I'm trying now as an a conscious adult to be a little bit more open. So I was talking to my dad and mom, but my mom was like doing something for the wedding and um, talking about like mental stuff. Cause um, stuff was happening that I won't, <laughs> I might get in trouble if I say, but um, just talking about mental stuff. And, you know, I told my dad that I wanted to go back to therapy, which is like a huge thing. Cause I don't talk about like therapy yeah. with my parents. Cause I always feel like attacked for it. Yeah. Cause it's like a parental thing. Cause they think they fucked up when it's like, Oh, newsflash parents. I've run into that with my mom. Okay. Newsflash parents. When your go kid goes to therapy, it's probably, you have something to do with that. Yeah. It, it's, you have to get over it because at the end of the day, your kids most likely, if you're a good parent, no matter, even if you fuck up, if you're at the end of the day a good parent, like my parents are good parents, your kid isn't going to blame you for it. But you did, you do, you affect people. Of I don't course. get why parents think that it's like so crazy to think that like their kids picked up bad habits or like have bad memories, even if you're like a, a air quote good parent. So like whenever I talk about my mental self with my mom, especially, it's always the moms because therapists blame the moms. It's like the trope. That's yeah. the stereotype. But, like, I was talking to my dad, and I was just saying, like, yeah, I think I should go back to therapy. I've been having trouble. I feel like in my romantic life, I'm not connecting to people anymore. And, like, it's hard for me. And I talked to him about this one story um, when I was 18, 19? 19. I drove to this guy's house in the middle of the night in the next town over, like, 30 minutes away, without telling him. Because I thought it would be a good idea. And then when I got there, he was like, go home and like, <gasps> have like a freak out. Shut up. Yeah. And I told my dad that story. My dad was like, well, I wrote a letter to a handwritten letter to a girl that I dropped off at her house the next town over at 3 a.m. Because I thought it was a good idea. <gasps> I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, wow. Wait. Okay. So history literally genetically repeats itself. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? That's really interesting. I thought this- that was crazy to hear too because i'm i don't know if you like would identify with something that he had done romantically i mean like when he said that i was like wow we literally did cut the, from did the, the same, same thing. yeah and i was listening to mine by beyonce featuring drake on my way home <laughs> after that happened my dad said yeah i wrote a letter to a girl and dropped it off at her house at 3 a.m in the next town over and I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. It made me feel good about myself. Because I was like, okay, good. Like, I, th- there's obvious, like, I'm not the crazy one. But, um, <laughs> well, I can be a crazy one, but I'm not the crazy yeah. one. But, like, yeah, mental stuff with parents is always weird. It is weird. And I don't, like, 
You affect your kid no matter what. That's, every parent is going to fuck up their child. Yeah. That is like, that is our legacy. That's our... The, that's just how it is. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's this whole human race thing. We're just, just all screwing Constantly, each other up. Because you're screwing... It's the basis your, of psychology. Yeah. You screw your kid up, but you're also doing good for them too. Yeah. Like, and you're telling the thing, them... Your kid, like, eventually gets, gets it. When, if you're not, like horrible and abusive like my parents screwed up in plenty of ways but like i now as an adult like you know understanding the context and like having made my fair share of mistakes already in life it's like i understand and being a parent so hard i have no idea it's so hard like i almost like i this sounds presumptuous that like my parents even need my forgiveness but like i forgive them for the things that they i i wouldn't say i forgive I wouldn't. This could sound weird. I, I don't blame them. Yeah. Like that makes I don't sense. feel right. Like forgiving. You're them. not resentful. No, I'm not resentful. I think I was. Yeah. But like. I was too. Definitely. But, yeah, for a while. But I think I'm coming into this moment where I'm like, listen, it happened. Nothing's gonna. This is all a big change. game we're playing. It's all a game. That's the theme of today. The, a game. Christian's, a life game. Christian's been in an apocalyptic mood. I've been in an apocalyptic mood. For like a month and a half. Yeah, no, it's been going on. I think it, it started when I got dumped, <laughs> and then I just became. And a then you're like, "What's the point?" Well, because I got dumped, and then like a week later, that report from BBC or something came out that was like, scientists said it was ten years until the world ends. Newsflash: It's eighteen months, and I was literally like, "Okay, wrap it up, guys. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. We fucked up. We we, we up. lost. We lost, guys. We lost this one." Listen, I've already talked about the environment so much; it's like <laughs> really screwed with my head. But yeah, I think my apocalyptic attitude is more or less um, I'm projecting out onto the world. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, I um. It was nice to, like, connect to, especially my dad on, like, a mental yeah. level. Because fathers and sons already usually have a pretty, like, contentious relationship. fathers in general, too. Fathers in general, My dad's man. very elusive. My dad's not elusive. I am avoidant. Mm. <laughs> like, that's the thing. I'm avoidant of basically almost any straight man. Mm. And it's so weird when your dad is straight. Because you're literally I never like, about that. yeah. I realized I had a realization a couple I've months. Never had to. Yeah, a no. couple a couple months ago, I had a realization that it's like I am extremely uncomfortable around straight men, and so I only have like two or three straight male friends. Yeah, and they should consider them, themselves lucky. Yeah, because it took me a while to get <laughs> to like where. Because you know when you're bullied in yeah. middle school and high school, you you you're distrust like, exactly straight men. Yes, or any, and I even I even widened it to masculine men because mm. I was um, talking to this man who was very masculine, and he was older than me. He was thirty. He's very masculine, and I found myself just like he brought out something in me that was just so the animosity. Oh, and literally, he would just say something. And I would just get like an attitude. You just like, tear I it just apart. Like, I would just be like, not really to him, but you know, he wasn't the best texter. His mm. texting was very dry, and so I would just be like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Like, and I think it's because he was a masculine man mm. and older than me that I just had this like subconscious, um, this subconscious need to not interact. You're, yeah, because it's scary. Because I'm... You're defending yourself. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, like, the subconscious, like, defense mechanism. 
And so I'm hoping the older I get, and I think this is the case for everyone, that the older you get, the more you get control of these yeah, things. Yeah, well, and it starts with awareness, which you clearly yeah. have. It was a huge deal. I think I was just driving around or I was getting like a tea or something. I was like, maybe, Getting a bubble tea? Um, not that day. That was when I was going through my um, dragon fruit refresher phase. Oh, so I was, I was drinking, dangerous. Drinking one of those like literally four times a week. Like, <laughs> I would just go to Starbucks and I love, I'm an obsessive. Did you get a venti too? Yeah, because yeah. honestly, with refreshers, I always get venties. Yeah. You suck them down. You really do. I you suck would, them down. It would not even last the full drive home, and Starbucks <sighs> is like three minutes away. Ha! Okay, but they were so good. I'm an obsessive person, so whenever you I get like something, I'm literally like, I am went through a bubble tea phase, and now it's mellowed out to where I get it every once in a while. Yeah. But earlier in the summer, I went through such a phase that I got it like every day. And I, was this summer? Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's like eight miles away. Not eight miles, that's far. Maybe like six miles away. Okay. Which in Columbus is like kind of a schlep. Yeah. It's so funny that people in Columbus complain about like, ugh, like I got to f- go from like short north to German village. And it's like, okay, that's literally a straight <laughs> shot. It takes like 10 minutes. But like it shouldn't because it's only a mile. I know. Reality, well, like that's true. That's true. Yeah. You're going straight Because when I'm now. driving in my like bumpkin ass hometown, it takes like five minutes to get everywhere. Yeah. But here it's like at least a good 20 minute drive. The first city. It's really not that bad. Yeah. But for us in Ohio, it's yeah. like, what do we fucking know? <laughs> but um, no, I went through a bubble tea phase where I was drinking that all the time. And then I went through a refresher phase. But um, I always have like realizations in the car. I think it's because it's an insulated environment where yeah, I'm just by myself. It's like in the shower. Yeah. And I, I was just drinking my refresher and I was like, maybe I didn't like redacted because he was <laughs> super masculine. And even though it was so weird, I also find that incredibly attractive Ooh. because I think of myself as very feminine. Mm. And so. In my mind, I'm like, I need someone masculine. You're drawn to what balances you out. And in theory, I like it. But then when I'm in practice, I'm like, masculine men are boring as hell. (laughs) They can't talk. They have no interests. (laughs) Because they can get away with just being masculine. It's like getting away with just being pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're masculine, you like when you exhibit stereotypical male traits, the world is just handed to you. Mm -hmm. But when you're feminine, people beat you down. Exactly. So you need to you know, have taste or like, yeah, you got to stand on your own. It's so crazy. Oh my gosh. We need a reset (laughs) like on values on like everything. Oh my God. Right. We need to start over. We really do. I said today at lunch, we need to go back to caveman times. Yeah. We could use a little nudge backwards because cavemen were probably matriarchal, but yeah. Right. Whatever. But, um, no, I maybe I'll get a bubble tea after yoga. Ooh, no, you know I what I've been sucking down lately? What kombucha? What? I, I hate it. I get it because it's weird and it it's smells weird. funny. I can't stop drinking you should it. Make it. It's really easy. To I make. know. I should. It takes a while, but. Michael's sister makes it. Mm-hmm. It's I like should... a weird jelly fungus thing. The scoby or whatever. Yeah, I. Harvest and I, hi Harvest, we were at Target <laughs> once and she bought some kombucha we were in a car and I was like, oh, let me try some, I want to try some. And she cracked one open and I took a sip and I immediately was like, what the hell? I think it's delicious. I, it's definitely, it's almost like cilantro. I it's get It's like that. you either like it or yeah, you don't. Yeah, no, I see, yeah. I see that. Yeah. Yeah, I've been buying, I like the Health Aid brand. Where do you get that from? Um, just Kroger, actually. Uh, like, it's at Kroger, Giant Eagle. I'm sure it's at Whole I feel Foods. like I've seen it. It's probably at Target, um, too. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. it's pretty popular. It's got the little anchor on it, and they have fun flavors. I have seen that one. I just, yeah, I don't, I just don't like, I, I wish I did. I feel like I'm missing out on a good yeah, opportunity. Yeah, I wonder how good it I is I like kefir, you. though. Have you had that? Kefir? Mm, kefir? It's like a yogurt drink. Oh. And it's very pungent. <laughs> it can be kind of pungent. But, oh, my God. The probiotics in that will, like, clean you the fuck out. <laughs> the last time I had it, I had to – I was watching TV and, excuse my graphic nature of this, I had to get up and go upstairs to, like, fart it out because <laughs> I was just, like, farting so bad. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, Sarah. Excuse I'm literally me. feel pregnant with how much <laughs> gas is in my body. It's always a toss-up. I get it from Trader Joe's, though. From Trader Joe's. You can make it, too. Is it flavored? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's – just like plain Jane whole milk flavor, and mm-hmm. then there's um, strawberry and then mango. Mm. And if you like yogurt, you'll like it. Okay. It's a very, it's almost kind of sour. Okay. And I love it. I do like sour stuff. I'll have to try it then. Yeah. I feel I like yeah. drink kicks are just a thing. You just oh get hooked on one. I feel like once you turn like 40, you start juicing. Oh, you yeah. You've juiced before. I now. have juiced. It's expensive. Because it is expensive, people. Stop it takes, juicing. It takes so much planning. So, like, Michael, who's my boyfriend, his mom has a juicer, and mm-hmm. she does, like, an intense juice cleanse, like, once or twice a year. Damn. I think she does it through Lent. She'll, like, not um, the whole thing. That's but the like, best time. Yeah. She'll do she'll do that a part of Lent, of Lent as a part of Lent. We borrowed it the other – it was last year or maybe even two years ago. I don't mm-hmm. remember. It took – it stressed us the hell out. It's it took lot. so much planning. And you're buying like a fuck ton of produce to make a little bit of juice. Yep. Yep. And it's pricey. It's and pricey. it takes a long time. It's a lot of prep. you like washing and you're like sometimes cutting them up. It's like it was a lot. It yeah. stressed me out. It's stressful. My parents always go through it. Like, they have a juicer, and, like, once a year, they're always like, we're going to juice. I'm like, this is going to last, like, two minutes. But that's why you need to, like, put cucumber in it or something, because yeah. that's just, like, 85% water. Exactly. But, um, okay, we're going to go to break really quickly, and then we'll be back. So, everyone stay tuned. And we are back. Thank you for listening to another commercial. The same commercial. Just remember, guys, for every listen, I get a penny. <laughs> so now I have like, I think I have like $7.50. Shut up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's Chipotle, baby. That is a burrito bowl. That's a burrito. That is a burrito, girl. Love it. Yeah, I'm very happy. But um, anyway, we were just talking about yoga because I'm going to yoga after this. Um, hey, Julia. Hopefully, <laughs> she'll be on um, an episode. But um, That'd be awesome. I know we could talk about like. She um, kind of intimidated me. Really? I just took Julia's class for the first uh, time, yeah. as you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she intimidated mm. me a little bit. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. She's very zen. Intimidation doesn't have to be negative. No, it doesn't. Sometimes it's more respect Yes, exactly. I was like, like... Like, you know they're the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. She's she a very... A quiet command of the class. Yeah, That's what I'll she's say. very... Um, I like her class because it's very metered and it's very, like, her presence is very, like, distinct and strong. Yeah. Where, like, Shannon's class, and you know, because you've been there. Yes. She's wild and loosey-goosey yeah. and, and super fun. 
and then like Monica's very like um her presence is like calming but she's kind of um a little bit more like loose and fun mm-hmm. but um i like julia's class because it is very like she it's commands very it, structured and she's good at describing what to do yeah to where like you which give has got to be hard oh, yeah. i think about that now that i'm doing yeah. yoga regularly and how these teachers shout out to yoga teachers because they're doing the poses yeah. like facing you so walking. they're talking walking through it yeah. orally and then um, talking about like the opposite side of the body since they're facing you. Yeah, and then they're it's also nuts. And then they're also like, how are they breathing? Also, exactly. I wonder that. And then they're also doing adjustments. Yeah. To like paying students. attention to people and yeah. like talking it's about crazy. modifications. It's so crazy. Yeah. I'm like rethinking my dream of being a yoga teacher. I might be pushing that back. I didn't know that years. was a dream. Yeah. When I first started yoga, I was like, I want to be a teacher. But now I'm like, I think I need more time doing yoga. I like being a student. <sighs> I want to give myself a <laughs> Not years. a teacher. Yeah. It's a lot. But um, yeah, I'm going. It's my first class. I did a little bit of um. A couple self-guided um, flows when I was home oh, so I could exercise a little bit. I don't know that I'm versed enough. I felt like I, I was remembering flows that I did in class. Good for you. Because I just basically did – I just did the basics. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, start and sitting, hands above – you know, hands above and then lean over to one side, lean over to the other, yeah. then like table pose yeah. to like do a couple cat cows and like down dog plank, like uh-huh. vinyasa, chaturanga, and then up to like another down dog and like kick your legs for it. Like yeah. warrior two. Like I wasn't doing anything crazy. Yeah. I might have flipped the dog a couple times. Ooh. Not gonna lie. Flip that fancy bitch. and then my cat joined me. <laughs> And was like walking around me, and I was like, "Girl, get away from me!" <laughs> like I need room. But um, no, I I still love yoga. I need to reinvigorate myself. Your I've, practice. Because I've been like taking some time. I think. Hey, two you gotta weeks pause. Ago, two weeks ago, I think Sometimes. I went to one class because I was just like, I this week I must not feel in the yoga life. That I'm still supposedly doing the half marathon. Oh yeah. Supposedly. Oh, you'll do it. I mean, I'll do it. It's not going to go well. <laughs> but, like, I've been trying to do It's all about now. just checking the box. But the thing is, um, I think the yoga has, like, helped with the breathing. Yeah. Because I find myself being able to run better. Oh, that makes complete sense of, like, to me. You know. But I've been trying to devote more time to the treadmill mm-hmm. rather than yoga in preparation. Mm-hmm. I think I'm in good shape. I'm... It's not till the end of October, so I basically have like a month and a half. Um, to when like figure it out. Michael and I did it last year. Mm-hmm. We did not. We did the full, but we didn't start training. training in earnest until maybe July. Yeah, which is like pretty late. I've to been train for a marathon. For a full marathon, <laughs> like I'm doing the half where I calculated that. Um, so that's what 13 miles, and they say that you have to do. You have to finish it in four hours. Yeah. So that's basically like three miles an hour. Yeah. And I calculated that if I run and walk, I can get a mile done in like 12 minutes. Okay. So I can do like, oh my gosh. So I can do like basically like four miles in an hour. Yeah. Even just walking. Like I would do like one minute run, one minute walk, and it was like 12 minutes a mile. Not to sound like that bitch, but like you are going to feel amazing after. Even if it hurts and even if it's hard, you are going to feel so good after. I'm basically like 
I'm just going to put my headphones in and just run straight. Yeah. Just like do the damn thing. Yeah. Do like, the damn thing. I'm not really going to think over, about it. It's over. It's finite. Like it's yeah. over at a certain point. That's what yeah. you have to keep in mind. I just want that free t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so Hell I, yeah. I just. What are you going to eat or drink after? Have you decided? I don't know. Ooh. Maybe like, um, have just like a pizza ordered to like a the pizza, end of the have line. pizza and champagne. Ooh. Yeah. Pop some bottles at the end. Just yeah. Be like, yeah. I'm about to undo everything I've done for the last Five I literally months. had eight cider mimosas. Oh <laughs> I, I lost and 10 you're pounds. gutted too, so you get wasted. Yeah, I lost <sighs> 10 pounds in August. Goodness. So like I'm happy with that. Yeah. But like I realize now if I want to like get banged, I need to lose more weight. Get banged. <laughs> I went back on the dating apps after a month off. And I immediately got off with it. I was like, this is boring as shit. Everyone here, like, is ripped. Mm -hmm. Like, I am not that. But then you go to, like, an actual bar and you get hit on. I don't get why I'm, like, being such a body fascist right now. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm young. And not everyone's ripped. Okay, are you ever nervous that, like, okay, so they say, like, after, like, 26 years, your body, like, your metabolism starts to slow down? Um, Do you ever feel the pressure to be like, I need to be in the best shape of my life to prepare for that moment? Literally, yes, Christian. I was telling you today, I've been so fixated on aging, and this is, this is so vain and it's, it really is in the it is scheme. just so vain but it's idea. also like the very real fact that we're all going to die it's related yeah. to that it's not totally shallow yeah but i'm like oh my god i'm not looking forward to my body breaking down yeah. not being hot having wrinkles <laughs> it's not gonna be fun it's not gonna be fun and what's so crazy is that um i think the way you frame it helps so like i'm framing it as i want to prepare for like when i'm yeah instead of being like i just want to be hot of course i'll say i just want to be hot and that's like a but it's like positive side effect it's a very real investment oh yeah yeah oh yeah i've literally been thinking about that so often this year that by year 26 27 your metabolism begins to slow down and it's harder to lose weight it's harder to like exercise of course if you really commit things yeah but we're at that age where it's like i could just stop eating fast food for a month and i'll lose like and 10 you'll pounds. still yeah if like i yeah. cut out alcohol oh i would gosh. probably be really See, fit i because i cut out fast food in august and i lost 10 pounds it's crazy so I, if you think about it if i keep going on the trajectory that i'm at by like january i'll be i'll lose like 40 pounds you'll be you'll be a, a goddess and i can't wait for that <laughs> <laughs> i just really want I also frame my fitness journeys around revenge. Because, like, if I get hot... That's quite the fuel. Then everyone who, like, rejected me is going to be like, oh, I fucked up. Oh, okay. Everybody, like, that is a very real thing. I think that is a universal experience. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone's, like, broken up with someone or gotten dumped. And even if it's totally mutual, you want to be hotter than them. Oh, yeah. You always want to be hotter. You do. Because there's, like, this innate thing that we want to prove that they made a mistake. Yeah, I'm sure it's, like, there's some psychology or, like, even evolutionary biology, whatever. The fact is you want to look good, Mm -hmm. you want to look snatched, and you want to post an Instagram where you look amazing. I 
Tell me I'm wrong, listeners. The, oh yeah. Tell me I'm Call wrong. Call in. We're here. <laughs> Call in. Call in. DM me. DM me on that Instagram. That is the truth. It is the truth. It's the truth. And you know what? That's fine. And I, um, as long as you don't let it really control you. Yeah. As long as you take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But like, I am obsessed with the idea of like my physical appearance catching up with my personality. Because to me, personality-wise, in my mind. And you could prove fully formed, fully 10 out of 10 (laughs) to me. And this is also probably a coping mechanism, but like (laughs) I have like perfect music taste, perfect humor, perfect. Like, like I'm smart and funny. I'm smart and funny. I'm tasteful. I'm tasteful. I'm fashionable. I have great taste in music and that's enough for me. Like, (laughs) and so the minute, like I have a six pack or something close to it, I'm not like, you know, but the minute I'm like, get rid of these love handles, it will shake and quake. You know what? That'll be the year that like the world actually ends, and we go like Mad Max Fury Road. But that'll be like the oh, year. Oh God! I'll step out of my house and be like, Can I'm we shoot here. each other, Christian. Yeah, joint suicide, <laughs> double murder. But um, um, yeah, there's something very alluring about the idea of like being fully formed, even though that's a fallacy because you'll because oh, you always grow and change. That, yeah. And like perfection just doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. You're all yours. Honestly, I am trying to mold my mind around the idea that like you're as perfect as you'll ever be in the moment you are. And you'll just get more perfect. Absolutely. Like right now I'm the best I've ever been. I think it's like, a, I've caught myself doing this too, where I'll think to myself, if I only have this one thing mm-hmm. or like achieve this one thing, then I will be complete. And, that, and, and then you achieve it. And then, and then you're you like, have another what's thing. next? And yeah. the, a couple years of that thinking, you're like, oh, this is just a huge uh, fucking joke. It's just a circle. <laughs> it and is just an endless yeah, I really, reaching. I, anytime I need to ground myself, I just think you're, you change every day. And when I look back six months ago, it's like my life was completely different. Mm-hmm. I had different problems yeah. six months ago than I do now. And I love that because I'm like, yeah. I got through it. It's so funny. Like, I've had crushes on people who looking back, I'm like, why did I do that? Or like. Um, Isn't it so fun, though? Just being like, Changing this was such a big thing to me. And, and then to matter. be removed from it and be like, that's not a big thing to me. It's like. It's a good feeling. Yeah. I love it. I you love should it. trust yourself that yeah. what won't matter won't matter. Yeah. But also everything in the moment, it's everything real. that matters to you in the moment is important. Absolutely. Even if it seems petty, like you're working through something. So I want to lose 30 pounds. A year from now, I might look back and go, that was silly. You could have waited or you achieved that. And it wasn't as important as you thought it would be yeah but right now in this moment i'm like i'm, on a, a, health and, I'm on a health and fitness journey and i'm doing it the thing is i'm doing it constructively mm-hmm. which is you always if you want to achieve something make sure you're at least doing it constructively and not destructively because i could totally just be like only eating jello working out five times a day it being really unhealthy being unhealthy but rather i'm when vegetarian, I'm doing yoga, I'm running every day yeah. or at least every other day. Um, I'm making sure I'm eating, but I'm not eating too much. I'm not eating too little. Like if you ground yourself in something constructive to make change in your life or achieve a goal, then you might look back and think that might have been silly, but at least I didn't hurt myself or other people exactly. doing it. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you will slip up. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. you got to love your past selves. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. You do. Love I them. love them all. I love them love all. Love them all. Do you ever imagine, like, if you got a group 
or like you were in, yes all in a room oh my gosh like emma okay. age nine emma age 15 okay. emma age 17 if i saw my 17 year old self i would say it's corny but i would be like don't worry like it's fine oh i know don't jump the gun and you'll know what i mean in a couple years i would look at 19 year old christian and slap the fuck out of him because nothing he went through mattered. Oh, and it ended up scarring him for a long time. No! And then I would look at, like, um... I would maybe... Yeah. I would also look at, like, um... 21-year-old Christian, and I would go, save your fucking money after you graduate, because in oh six God. months, it's gonna hit. Yeah, and I we would, all know what we mean. I would say that to my 21-year-old yeah. self as well. Yeah, also... Bitch, get, get together. Me, when I was getting paychecks, but before I was paying student loans. Yeah, I blew, that shit. blew all um, of that money. Me too. Blew it all. Me too. And then even, like, last year. Actually, I don't know. I feel like in the last two years, I've probably been the most balanced that I have been. Like, I've been um, pretty metered in terms of my behavior. But I would also look at, like... um. I don't know. I would look at 14-year-old Christian and I would be like, again, don't worry about it. It's fine. Aww. But then I would also look at kid Christian and go, do a fucking sport, bitch. <laughs> do a sport. Get over it. Pick one up. Get over it. Slap, slap. <laughs> Get over it. I never did sports because I was so competitive. Oh. And I feel like I missed an opportunity Wait, how for does a that make outlet. Wait, you didn't do sports because you were so competitive? I was so... Oh, I'm so hyper competitive. If I if I lost, I would literally go oh. to full tilt psycho meltdown. I was gonna say, wouldn't that make you want to do sports? Oh, no. But then it wasn't worth it okay. to you. I was so competitive when I was younger when I got and I would have fits and tantrums and scream and cry. The minute I came into middle school, I was in public school and I remember I had a gym class, the first class, and I remember telling myself, I'll never forget. I said, You're not in private school anymore. You need to cut it the fuck out. <laughs> and my sports minded competitive brain shut off <gasps> in that regard Whoa! Literally. only to resurface when i did com competitive piano and speech and <sighs> i like in piano if i messed up one note even a little bit i would walk Freaking out of the room out. and be like I'm not, I'm not gonna get though i'm gonna get a two and i want a one because i literally would be like i told myself i'm like you will only be valued if you do all superiors yeah and then i would always get superiors because of course yeah but like yeah i would tell myself to just suck it up and do a fucking sport because that's a physical outlet and you'll thank yourself later yeah but then do you ever think of if you would change stuff like that how different you'd be yes because i'd probably be a fucking jock and i probably wouldn't be doing this right oh now oh my god you're right i think about how I don't know. The sport I did was running and I did it just because my older siblings did it. Okay. But it definitely became like a huge part of my personhood. Yeah. Met a ton of my friends and like the cross country team is a bunch of weirdos. Mm, so like that. I would be very different if I didn't do that. If I did a team sport, like say baseball or like yeah. something, I would be probably completely different. I would be a bitch. I would be. I, I think would, I would be, be a bitch. If I, I did like field be, hockey or something, I'd be a bitch. I would be like a douche. <laughs> I know I'd be a douche. Cheers I'd be, to that, Christian. But I would still probably be gay and then be dealing with that because I probably wouldn't be out yet. Oh, God. Because I'd probably be, be like. Put on another 10 years. Because if I. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that would give me a heart attack. I can't even think about that. <laughs> I'm just like, holy shit. So, if I was some closeted sports bitch, like. Because be I'm, rough. oh, it would be rough. It would be rough. Or 
or maybe I would have been like the first person out yeah, at school be... and use my power to exactly, get everyone to, I was say. to get over it. That sounds more like me. Yeah. Because I'd probably be like, I'm gay and I'm also the best athlete at this fucking yeah. high school. Yeah. I'm shit. <laughs> I'm gay and I'm an amazing jock. Yeah. Suck it. Oh my God. Because my number one dream in high school and I really missed out. Or it never really, the opportunity never arose. But it's so sexy being like the nerdy kid and having like a jock like fall in love with you. I love oh. that trope. And I could have had that in college because <gasps> in my math recitation my sophomore year, there was this jock who sat next to me. And one day we were talking, he just started talking to me. And I had poems in my folder because I was in a poetry workshop. And he was like, what's that for? Sexy, he was like, oh, that's cool. You're in a workshop. And I'm like, looking back, I'm like, I could have like banged a hot jock yeah. in college but whatever i can't look back whatever you know what? only forward if i could go back in time i would slap 18 year old christian and go talk to that jock yeah <laughs> talk to him talk to him but anyway um we might have to close out i know you want to go running yeah, speaking of running before the sun is going down it's, sooner is, and sooner i know but it's still hot out I so i just want to get get that outdoorsy shit yeah. in i okay so Thank you guys for this just impromptu sesh. Yes. I like the talking ones. I know. Sometimes. It's That's nice. The pressure of My cooking. ADD ass had trouble. It was a lot to talk and to cook. It was yeah. good exercise. It's a good exercise in patience. Yeah. Yeah. I, and multitasking. Listen, guys, maybe this season you'll just have a little bit more just like chilling. Maybe more takeout ones where we just get yeah. to and eat. Get takeout. Yeah. And, and we'll takeout. review it. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Next time, ooh, maybe for the next time I do a takeout one, I'll get the not chicken takeover <gasps> and try that out. Oh, they yeah. Have the vegan version I want to try it. And wait, we have to go to um, Outback. Well, that's a good, well, yeah, we're going to go to Outback. <laughs> we have to go, next she's, season, bitches. She's never, I'm back. She's never, I mean, you could have another episode okay. this season. But um, <laughs> no, she's never had a blooming stay onion. rare. I was watching, I was watching a, um, video at work today because it was towards the end of the day and it was a blooming onion recipe and she walks up behind me and i was like i'm watching a blooming onion recipe she goes what is that she's never heard of that before no idea so crazy and all of us were like you need to go to outback so maybe we'll maybe i'll have a live recording at outback and that would be honestly That'd be dope be They'd be pissed. <laughs> they probably don't have wi-fi <laughs> I have to turn on my hotspot <laughs> yeah. to be able to record. But anyway, so we'll close out. Thank you guys for listening again. Sorry, this episode's a little late. Like I said, it was just a little busy. But um, we'll be back on track. So every other Monday, every other Monday, new episode. Um, maybe we'll get back to cooking for the next episode. But um, until then, please like and subscribe on wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow the Instagram. I promise I'll be updating a little bit more on there. But until next time, um, have fun and stay sexy. Stay sexy, Stay bitches. sexy, bitch. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs>